Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Yo, 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 Travis, what's up, my friend? Thank you for joining us. What up? Well, me for the Fantasy Draft special. It's on. It is going to be great. Travis is taking over a team for us. Chris, what is going on, bud? You are joining us live, live for our Fantasy Draft, the Golden Mike League. We have Travis from Losing Sucks, a.k.a. Coach Trav in the league. Yep. What are you expecting from tonight, my guy? What are you expecting? It's always fun to be a part of a team of a league where most of the people in that league are from are fans of a especially a good NFL team because there's a lot of fantasy pieces, particularly from the Eagles, that are first three, fourth round picks. And it's fun to see how high they actually jump up. They're all safe, I feel like. After what we saw last year, I remember coming on the show with you guys last year and it was like Every week it felt like, okay, is this going to slow down? Is this going to yeah. slow down? And it just never did. Um, but I'm expecting some some shockers. Maybe there's one or two teams that go kind of chalk. We'll see. Every draft kind of has a, a mind of its own. So you kind of just have to play the board. It is going to be interesting. And Travis and I are going to try to break down as many picks, talk strategy, and just you know help you guys get ready for game day. Um and your league drafts. Uh, Travis, how many mocks have, have you done so far, my friend? For this league, I probably did eight eight or nine mocks. Oh, man. Um, Sleeper is kind of nice because you can just hit start and it'll fly through. You're on the clock every 10 seconds. Yeah. So that's nice. You can crank out a few just to get a feel for where, where you're at. I'm in the 10 spot. A lot of different ways to go there. So I tried a few strategies. Some I liked, some I didn't. But... Um, yeah, that's the fun of a draft. You, you kind of roll with, uh, the strategy that you like the best in the mock, and then you get to the draft and nothing goes as planned. That's how it works. That is how it works. Just like me trying to get this layout going. All right. What the hell just happened again? Nope. Nope. It was there. I saw it. It was there. I I swear. I synced it. I synced it. Beautiful for a second. Nope. Not me. Not me. Okay. Let's get this going. Where is it at? Nope. That's not right. We'll figure it out. Nope, Trav, now you're gone. Well, this is really tough. Where's Don when you oh, need him? There it is. Are we back? All right, there we are. All right, good. All right, let's start this draft. Um, it looks like there's a few people out. Um, there's Booch jumping in, Mark, Mike, and we are. Are we sure we want to start this draft? I think. I think yeah, we're sure. Here we go. Here we go. Maybe the uh, the notification will get people in here. And oh. right off the bat, he goes Justin Jefferson. Oh, man. I mean, I didn't expect that because knowing how Nick drafts, I really thought he was going to be going uh, – he was going to be going Christian McCaffrey. But I think it's the right pick. 
I think it's the right pick. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with either of them, but Justin Jefferson is going to be a monster. And here's the clock ticking down. Ship goes Jake. Okay, so we do have the, the clock at 30 seconds. Oh, all right. Hold on. Let's change that to a minute. Let's pause it. And let's... It might, it might just give us a few more seconds to kind of analyze. I the number two overall pick, Jalen Hurts. That's exactly what I was talking about. I was not expecting that. <laughs> and I hope I hope Chip knows that this is not a Superflex League. Um, but yet again, Chip did win last year, and he made some terrible, terrible choices um, and wound up winning. So it's it's pretty interesting to see. He says one quarterback. I have to make sure it's a great one. You cannot argue that Jalen Hurts is a great no. You can code type fantasy quarterback. No, you cannot. But it is uh, it is very weird that he decided to uh, go that way. And now we're gonna see uh, probably our first auto pick. We'll see how that screws everything up. See but, Lucia. Do you know everybody in here? Uh, personally, no. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but see Lucia is with the fired up guys. Okay. Um, and Chip is saying, I'm going to win this so muchly. Chip, you drafted Jalen Hurts in the first round. God bless you. Um, but at the same time, why would you do that in the first round? Cheers. Cheers to you there, Moyo. Maybe he trusts that guys will fall because there's so many wild cards. Come on. Here. <laughs> I do love the fact that it gives you the come on when it auto drafts. Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, Chris got autoed, and now we're over to Mike. We'll see what Mike does. I'm excited because Mike can go uh, either way on this. So we're going to see what happens. It's either Another thing I like to watch is how people feel about rookies because they can be so polarizing. And it's a lot different in Dynasty because you have time to recover those guys. Yeah. Um, and wait for them to produce. But in a redraft league, a lot of people are very either super hot or super cold on drafting rookies. So I am not happy with that. And I wanted Tyreek Hill. Um, and Mike goes and gets him. Now I'm sitting here with Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup. I'm not really uh, – I don't know what's going to be going on, especially with soft tissue. Um so I'm going to go Mr. Consistent, and I'm going to go Austin Eckler. I like it. PPR machine. That's what this league is. We got to go for it. No Not doubt. too happy. I really wanted Tyree Kill if he was there. Um, but, again, that's what happens when somebody auto-drafts. It just throws a wrench in it, and now I have to dip when I wanted to dodge. Shuffles it up a little bit. Travis Kelsey goes. It is a uh, 1.5. PPR league for tight ends, which is good because, you know, it averages out. Because let's be real, Trap. How many good tight ends are there in fantasy football? Arguably five. Arguably. Anytime, anytime you get beyond those first four or five guys, it becomes a touchdown dependent thing. How many truly good <laughs> tight ends are there in fantasy football? It's really the, just the top two guys. Uh, kept, but between Kelsey and Andrews, you're going to get an advantage on competition. Um, the the next tier of guys are still really nice to have because they can give you those 15-point weeks. Yeah. But for the most part, beyond Kelsey and Andrews, I feel like it's pretty much they got to have a touchdown to give you yeah. a decent day. 
and that's when you do when you see Travis Kelsey go off the board, you see Mark Andrews go off the board, you know, are you reaching for a guy in the fourth, fifth, sixth round tight end if they're there, like say a Darren Waller type, or are you just gonna let the, the chips lie? We'll see. I've done it before. It just depends on the roster build of the first five rounds. There's a couple of things that I don't like to do, but another thing with these rosters is they're fairly small. Yeah. Um, a lot of leagues have either that second quarterback or a third receiver. This is kind of your traditional home league, which I like. Um, we have added a third receiver, and even this year now, a few years later, we've added a second flex. Yeah. We still have kicker and defense on ours. So. Oh, yeah. I got we're rid pretty, of We're pretty old school. Well, I think um, we have uh, – no, yeah, I got rid of all of those. But let's talk yeah. about it. So we got Austin Eckler, then Travis Kelsey, and then speaking of rookies, how do you feel about Bijan Robinson going at the one eight spot? I tend to hesitate on rookies. Um, what I'm going to do here because I think this is the last of the, well, not the last. There's a couple. Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor are great, but Saquon Barkley for me is just too fun to watch. When he's healthy, it can be a house call at any moment. We've Ooh, got some bonuses. Uh, We've got some bonuses in this league. I noticed in the settings. Yes, sir. Explosive plays of 40 yards and bonuses for 100 yard games. Saquon is a yardage machine. So anytime he touches it, he can take it to the house. You're right. And he's just really fun to watch. Amen to that. Then we rounded off with Stefan Diggs, Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, AJ Brown coming back. And we are getting right now thin on wideouts. This is exactly why I was very hesitant with my Austin Eckler pick because that wide receiver one, it really is dramatic drop-off after you get past that Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams. A.J. Brown is elite, but now you're looking C.D. Lamb. What are your expectations from C.D. this year? I don't know if you can see the background behind me or not. There's a couple guys back there that I've collected over the last couple years. Oh, there's a little Jamar Chase and CeeDee Lamb. I currently live in Dallas, Texas. So I'm going to go with CeeDee Lamb. Bit of a homer pick. I'm not a Cowboys fan, but I get to watch him a lot here in Dallas. And CeeDee Lamb is a hell of a receiver. So I love the one-two punch. Barkley and Lamb, same division as your Eagles. That'll be fun to root for. That's, that's some high hopes you got for you. Some high hopes. <laughs> it's just so tough when you're looking past the, the wide receiver board, you know, with the A.J. Brown and then C.D. Lamb. Derrick Henry goes to Booch. I think that's a great that's a great uh, running back one in Derrick yeah. Henry getting him in, the, uh, getting him in the second round. And then Patrick Mahomes goes in the second. Wasn't really expecting that. Um, let's see what happens there. Jonathan Taylor goes to Don, and it comes back to me. And I'm going to go with a guy who I think is going to absolutely feast this year, and that's St. Brown. Yeah, I, like I was Amin between Ra. Lamb and St. Brown. I think that's an amazing pick. I think Amon Ra is going to be a PPR machine this year. You yeah. saw the flashes last year. It's his second year with Jared Goff. Upgraded, upgraded defense or offensive line. I would say an upgrade in running back, even though we do have DeAndre Swift. But, you know, Gibbs gives you something that I believe – Swift doesn't on that Detroit team, and that's a guy who's going to stay on the field. That's true. Um, yeah, I love Amonra St. Brown. I think he's in that category with Lamb and A.J. Brown. 
I'm a little hesitant on Devontae Adams. He's obviously as good as it gets as a receiver. But I, it's not hatred for Jimmy G. It's just that it's really scary when it's yeah. only Jimmy who's not 100% himself and Brian Hoyer behind him. It could get ugly really quick, whereas Amonra St. Brown, you just know. Detroit, I feel like, is just very safe. They're a well well yeah. machine right now. So Amonra St. Brown, then we got Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, do you like that at 2-8? At, uh, it's a little early for me. It's a little early. Uh, people are, are still on that high from last year, and he is an explosive player. But I don't know sheer volume that he gives you what someone like Josh Jacobs would. Yeah. So I probably would have gone Jacobs over Pollard. But Tony does catch a lot of balls. And in a PPR league, maybe that evens him out with Josh Jacobs a little bit. Cowboys' offensive line is, is pretty safe to run behind, too. Yeah, but a guy who's never had over 15 carries in a game. I mean, yeah. that's something that will, to me, that worries me. Um, and you saw, you know, last year he was, like, gasping on the sideline after his 13th carry. Yeah, he broke it for 20 yards, but if he's going to be one of those guys who's going to keep calling to the sideline, like, hey, can you really trust him as a third, like a, th- a traditional three-down back? Right. Now we got Mark Andrews, Josh Jacobs paired with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, that's two hell of running backs. Um, and let's talk. What do you think about Jonathan Taylor? What do you think is going to happen with that situation in Indianapolis? Optimistically, I think they figure it out. I think he's on the field. I don't love any of the Colts' weapons. I've got a lot of Jonathan Taylor exposure in Dynasty. My fingers are crossed. Nick Chris Olave, great pick. Um, it's a little bit dicey right now but i do think he's on the field to start the year okay i'm hoping he is um but i think anthony richardson is a will hurt because he doesn't have two statues back there anymore yeah so when you don't have the statues in nick Foles and who else was back there matt ryan rivers um it's you know, you got a guy who's going to be able to move around the pocket, a guy who's got a, a rocket for an arm. I think the Colts' offense is going to look decent, but I don't want any any shares if possible. They scare me. I think it could be sloppy. It's They're going to be boomer bust. And when I mean boomer bust, it's going to be weekly. Weekly. Yeah. Boomer bust. It's They're going to put up 21 points or they're going to get blanked because something is just going to go terribly askew. Some of those, don't. some of the Texans, Colts games are going to be almost unwatchable. They're going to be bad. With <laughs> yeah. CJ Stroud throwing interception after interception, and Anthony Richardson just going to be trying to do it, too much. It might feel like a preseason game at times. Ooh, T. Higgins goes first wide receiver for Chip. Chip takes Mark Andrews, which was a good pick, and then he goes T. Higgins. All right, that surprises gotta- me a bit. I like the Andrews pick into the second. That's really good value in a tight end premium. Hurts and Andrews, you've got a clear advantage at both of those positions. Yeah. With small rosters, I don't mind either one of those. T. Higgins, I I like the Devontae Smith stack with Hurts. I like Jalen Waddle's explosiveness. T. It's not a bad pick. You can't go wrong no, with T. Higgins. I would have want. I would have won. Yep. There's the Jalen Waddle pick. I would have won Jalen Waddle over T. Higgins. Especially with the bonus on explosive plays, because Jalen yeah. Waddle can give you two or three of those every week. Agreed. 
And now it's coming down to uh, we got Brees Hall just auto-picked. Um, two Jets got auto-picked for him. So uh, good for good for Chris. Good for Chris. Um, we'll see where that goes. And now we wait and see who Mike's going to take. Mike takes Devonta Smith, takes the guy that I want. But talking about explosive plays, I'm going to have to take uh, – I'm going to have to take this running back right here and ETN. Um, just the reports that are coming out, him looking explosive and them wanting him to get more carries. Uh, I'm all I'm all aboard. I am yeah. all aboard the Travis ETN train. Then we got another quarterback, Josh Allen, which I would have taken Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes, but that's just me. Um, but what do you think? What do you think about the three quarterbacks drafted so far? Um, getting Allen in the third as opposed to Hertz in the first, uh, it's, it's great value. You got Allen and Kelsey. I would pick those two over the Hertz-Andrews combo. And then Jonathan Taylor's upside versus T is probably leaning Taylor if he's on the field. Yeah. Um, but again, you've got decently small rosters to fill out. Yeah. So... If you feel like it's a positional advantage, it's okay to reach for these quarterbacks and tight ends a little earlier than usual. Agreed. And Josh Allen is as good as it gets, so you can't hate that pick, even in the third. I think I was telling you earlier about our keeper league. If you're keeping Josh Allen in our league, he's ranked as a top 36 pick, so it's going to cost you a third-round pick. So this is right at value, I think. We're about to get another, oh, come on, man. And who is it going to auto-draft? Auto-draft is Joe Burrow. Wow. That helps us out. Come here, Pop. All right. Let's leave. All right, Trav. What are we we looking at here? There's a few guys on the board. I feel very similar about the receivers and the running backs that are on the board. Um, This is what you asked me earlier. Is there another tight end that can – jump into that elite group i think hawkinson i think hawkinson can um and i'm good with three quarterbacks here and they are unlikely to all be taken so i'm gonna go with tj hawkinson very good pick wasn't what i expected plus my fingers on the side what am i gonna do wasn't what I expected. Wasn't what I expected. I'm not. I'm going to go an audible here. I'm going to go Justin Herbert. Ooh. I, I don't want him to get here taken. Here goes the QB run. Star the fourth. Here goes the QB run. I think Herbert's in for a huge year. I like it. And then Joe Mixon goes. It's also a six-point passing. It is. Uh, six point per passing. So while I love Justin Fields... I think six points does lend itself to Herbert a little bit. That's that's arguably four to six points a week more, um, just from those two from those touchdowns. But I thought you were going Debo because of explosive plays and bonuses. That's what I thought you were going to be going. You know, I'm I don't know how I feel about Debo right now. I'm I've come off of him a little bit because he's a baby back bitch. McCaffrey gets so much work. He does, but he's also a baby back bitch because he still <laughs> cries about the Eagles game. If we had a quarterback, not our fault, bud. Not our fault. Justin Fields goes. That's who I was looking at. Fields is a dark horse for me to be the number one fantasy quarterback. I He's easily can get in the top three just with his rushing ability alone and yeah. the addition of DJ Moore. Love the Fields pick. 
Um, but yeah, I just feel the safety of, of Herbert was the move there. And now I will go with TJ Hawkinson on the way back. Good pick. I just want elite at those two positions because oh, wow. the other ones are much deeper. I wasn't ready. Keenan Allen, George Kittle go. Now it's Don. Don takes Metcalf. And I am going to go with a guy who, hmm, this is so tough. Because as much as I love Calvin Ridley and he's staring me in the face, I'm going to have to pivot. And I'm going to have to go to a guy who, to me, is one of my favorite wide receivers in the league. It just sucks that he plays for a different team, but I'm going to have to go Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. I like it. Terry's so underrated. He's he's one of those guys where you look and it's 12 points or 30 points. He yeah. doesn't have those games where it's like eight points, six points. I just feel like he doesn't dip under double digits and he's always safe with that. But he's on Washington, so everybody's like, eh, someone's got to catch the ball there. I like Washington. I, I think fantasy-wise, they give us a lot of production this year. They do. You have, I mean... Um, I like Howell. I, I like Howell as a sleeper, especially in, in Superflex leagues. I've been grabbing Howell and Purdy late, and I'm very confident in running either of them out. I like it. I like it. It's going to be so interesting. What do you think of Russell Wilson? Do you think Russell Wilson bounces back? Probably. But do you? I, I do you? don't like wrong side of 37. No, I don't like rooting for him. So I find it hard to take him. Part of fantasy football is having fun and watching your guys on Sunday. Yeah. And I don't enjoy watching Russell Wilson. So it's I do not either take him. I do. That, not. That's kind of a deciding factor for me. But if I'm if I'm pretty equal between two guys, I ask myself, who would I rather watch? No, there is a set quarterback in San Fran, and that's Brock Purdy. They came out and pretty much said Brock has to get hit by 19 cars and a trolley car <laughs> before they put Trey Lance in. Yeah, it's Brock's job. And then we go DeAndre Hop, well, Lamar Jackson, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, Kenneth Walker, and back to Nick. Uh, how do you feel about Kenneth Walker this year? I think he's an incredible value. The drafting of Charbonneau doesn't scare me. Okay. If you watch Kenneth Walker from last year, all you see is absolute freak show of a running back. And that offense should be just fine again. I don't think that Geno is who he was last year. I think he comes back to earth a little bit. The receiving core um, as a whole is good, but for fantasy, it's going to be hard to know who's doing what each week. Okay. But I really do like Kenneth Walker. At the end of the fourth as an RB1, I think it's a great pick. Gotcha. I mean, I'm with it. So, I mean, there's a bunch of guys who are going to be staring me in the face once I get to my spot. And I think I'm going to have to go with a guy who I'm pretty high on. Um, I just hope You've it said gets him a couple times. Me. You've said him a few times already. Yeah. So it, it's going to be, <laughs> it's, it's going to be interesting if, if I can get him where he's at. And if not, okay. the, the three guys right before you, Actually, four of these five already have double receivers. So yeah. you've got a good shot. I do. And it's either that or I pivot to my dark horse tight end or I go get the guy that I want. Nick goes Amari Cooper. I love, think Amari Cooper. That. Do you? Because I, I don't. I really think, do. I think Deshaun Watson's going to stink the fucking joint up this year. And I think it's going to hurt that whole offense except Nick Chubb. 
Do I you? Just, I think Amari Cooper is is I hope not, such Chris. a technician. I feel I like he can play with anybody. I think he can, but I thought he was better with um, Brissett than Deshaun yeah. Watson. But another, I mean, a full off season, full camp. I feel yeah, like Deshaun Watson looked like shit. Yeah, against, he did. Uh, he did against the Eagles in practice. I mean, Reed Blankenship, our boy, our boy. A lot of people think time. that Watson's going to be right back to top five. I, I just don't. I don't I think don't so. Know. A year off football is tough. Yeah. Like, you, it's really hard to bounce back. And then we got Chip. Chip is staring some guys in the face. Let's see what happens. He's going to snipe you. There it is. And he sniped me with DJ Moore. <laughs> because Chip is what we call a piece of shit. <laughs> but that's completely fine. That was, that was so intentional. That was intentional. That one was... Uh, I'm going to I'm going to take a guy here and I think everybody's going to laugh at me. But you're welcome, you shithead. Yo, Valves, by the way. What's up? You're welcome, Chip. Now you actually have a a, a somewhat okay team. Um, but not a great team. So it's okay. And now we have Mark on the clock. I think DJ Moore is going to be outstanding with a yeah. quarterback who can get him the ball, a quarterback who can extend plays and just let DJ Moore get open. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's DJ Moore had a real tough shake. You know, he had the ending years of Cam where it just wasn't good, still was phenomenal. And then last year was still good, but just could, nobody could get him the ball. No one could get him the ball. So, but yeah, I'm excited to see him. He's, he's just incredibly explosive. I want to see how it goes. And then Miles Sanders, our boy playing, running behind that terrible Carolina line. What do you feel about that? Because I think while, he's going to be terrible. While I love Miles Sanders as a running back, it's going to be brutal in that offense. So I am going to pick – I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to go on a limb here and take a wide receiver who's finished top 12 the past three years that has ever so slept on, second year with this quarterback, and is just the guy who's consistent and gets it done. I'm going with Tyler Lockett. All right. Fresh I, off of me saying I don't know which receiver it's going to be each week. And We've that's got what, Metcalf and Lockett already gone. And I think they are going to have one hell of an explosive offense. I think the addition of uh, whatchamacallit from Ohio State, I can't say his name. JSN. Uh, yeah, JSN is yeah. just opens it up for everyone. And Tyler Lockett just year after year gets the job done. He was top 12 last year, and he did it so quietly. Yeah, he just – it's another day at the office. Yeah. And as much as I like Jerry Judy, the inconsistency and the inconsistent play from Russell Wilson and how stagnant that offense can be, I just don't like it. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a lot of Javante Williams and a lot of Samaji P. Ryan and a lot of Greg Dolich because Russell Wilson – loves those three yard passes and those are the guys who are going to be running them. If it's anything from last year, I don't have high hopes for Jerry Judy. I feel like he's he's the definition of boomer bust in that offense because he is the big play guy. Yeah. And Alvin Kamara. Don took Alvin Kamara who's suspended in the fifth round. Interesting pick there, Don. He's going for, he says I'm playing for the playoffs. Forget you. <laughs> Don goes, my two running backs might not play until week five. I'm going to get the job done. All right. On the clock here, this is one of the only running backs that I think is a walking 20-touch guy. 
I'm going to go with Alexander Madison, back-to-back Vikings for me. I like it. There's just not competition there. Unless they were to sign Kareem Hunt or Leonard Fournette or somebody last minute. But right now, we've seen Madison step in and have an average 26 touches per game when Dalvin Cook is not there. So, I like that offense. I think he'll catch plenty of passes out of the backfield. Um, Back-to-back fights for me here. I think that's a great pick. Like you said, everybody was saying, oh, Alexander Madison, can he be the guy? Yes, he's shown he could be the guy when Dalvin Cook's not there. Yeah, multiple hundred yards rushing out of him um, in the absence of Dalvin Cook. Looked more explosive than Dalvin Cook last year. Dalvin Cook averaged, what, 2.6 yards per carry? I think I had him one game where he had 20 carries for 52 yards. And it's like, please, God, find the end zone. Um, Because it just started – it really just started to hurt after a while. Then we have DeAndre Swift, new eagle. I like it. Cam Akers, that's a surprising one, but, I mean, in the fifth round with the running backs who were there. I think he has yeah. great volume, too. Same same as the Madison treatment. He's going to touch it 20 times. I think so. But what, didn't they draft that rookie? Who was the rookie that they drafted that they said they were high on? Zach Evans. Zach Evans. Yeah. So, it's going to be interesting. I had Cam. Cam pretty much helped me in a win a fantasy championship last year um, when he came back. I'm like, ah, let me scoop this dude up and see what happens. And it's like, oh, shit. When you give the guy the rock, <laughs> look what he can do. Yep. And then Dallas Goddard. I love it. I love that tight end. I love that combo. And now we got Britt on the clock. I think she's staring a tight end in the face. And she took Darren Waller, who was I was going to take um, if he got back to me. And now I can just chill on tight end um, until the end of time. Let's see. There is a solid group here. I think running back is deep enough to where I really like the guys coming back. Um, between two here, but because of the, I know I keep saying this, but I haven't played in a league that gives bonuses for big plays, but this guy is Christian Watson. Once he touches the ball, <laughs> Christian he's gone. Watson. <laughs> he's gone. Mr. Three catches for 180 yards and three touchdowns. I'm between Watson and Ayuk, but I'm going to go Watson. I've got a lot of Ayuk this year. I but like it. Again, the, the 49ers are crowded. I feel like any of them could hit at any time. Watson's going to be touching the ball quite a bit. I like it. Now we got Booch on the clock. Booch needing a tight end. Does he go Kyle Pitts? Does he go Kyle Pitts? I saw Stefania Bell on... ESPN showing videos of Kyle Pitts in his knee brace, his gargantuan knee brace. Yeah. And she had what seemed like very serious concerns. Yes. Not necessarily about him being able to get back, but the diagnosis was downplayed so much. She said, if it was just a sprained MCL with a six, six to seven month off season, there would be no need for a brace at all. No, let alone an entire leg brace. Maybe they're being cautious in training camp. I I don't know. But Kyle Pitts is a freak show. Back to the Goddard pick. Goddard is somebody that I've had so many times in the last two years, and he delivers over and over. Yes, he does. And he's young. I mean, that is (laughs) auto drafted Kyle Pitts. There it is. Auto drafted Kyle Pitts, auto drafted Chris Calvin. Dude. Dallas, God, Dallas Goddard was one of those guys where we're like, oh, shit. Like, 
we can replace Zach Ertz with this guy and he's going to be good. Immediately. And it was just, he needs to catch the ball because his, yeah. when he first came out, he, he had the oops. He would drop a lot of passes. And now you see when Hertz throws those balls in the tight window where he can only grab them, he makes the catch. And the best thing about him is he doesn't fall down after he catches it like Zach Ertz does. He wants every yard. He wants every yard. And he knows for the end zone, he's reaching that sucker. Dude, he is an absolute monster. We got Don up with Alvin Kamara. Uh, Well, Chris Godwin and then see who else he takes. He needs a – oh, he takes Ayuk. I would say he needs a – a running back who's going to play, but we'll uh, we'll let that go. Maybe he's going for a cheap Jamal Williams rental for a couple weeks. All right. I, li- <laughs> I like it. I mean, if he gets it down there, I'm going to go with a guy who I think is going to have a monster year, who is an absolute, absolute fucking freak show um, and is a sophomore wide receiver. Sophomore wide receivers tend to come out of their shells and – I am going to reach here, but it's because I really like it and the big playability, and I'm going to have to go with George Pickens. I saw it coming. When you said freak show, I looked at the board, and I'm like, well, there's one. Yep, George yeah. Pickens. As much as I love Pittman, I don't want any of it. Um, as much as I love Mike Williams, he's never healthy. Marquise Hollywood Brown, let's be real. Cardinals suck. Cardinals suck. Yeah, he's going to get 13 catches, but it's going to be for 20 yards. Yeah. And here we go. Tyson Carter asked a question. Would y'all keep Ridley and lose last round pick or keep Waddle for a sixth? I want Waddle for the sixth. I'm keeping Jalen Waddle because you can draft Calvin Ridley wherever. But if you're not keeping Waddle for a sixth, he's going in the third round. Ridley came out and said, I'm poised for a 1,400-yard season. That's like top five in the league. Yeah. And with ETN and Christian Kirk Christian yeah and Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram I don't see a path to that for 29 year old Calvin Ridley um whereas Jalen Waddle should get 1400 yards just getting out of bed yeah agreed he's that dude Jalen Waddle is a guy who I'm keeping in the fifth in my keeper league I'm keeping him for a fifth and I'm keeping Jalen Hurts for an 11th um Shout out to Nick. Thank you, bud, for the Jalen Hurts pick. Um, Because every mock I'm doing and everything I'm seeing with Jalen Waddle is third round. Um, Early third round. I'm taking the value in a fifth and fuck everybody else because Jalen Waddle is a yak guy. Yeah, That's who I want. So after we were done bullshitting, we got George Pickens. I took, we had Pacheco. Pacheco going at 6'8". I'm not a big fan of that pick. I think that was uh, a hell of a reach. Um, and then you have Trevor Lawrence, Jordan Addison, rookie. What do you think? A lot of guys I would have picked before him, but the Vikings, man, I know I've got two pieces, so it sounds like I'm homering, but I think Kirk Cousins is a sleeper. I think he's a yeah. locked in top 10 redraft quarterback. <laughs> Almost everybody has him, so I mean, has one, so yeah, hopefully I can get him. But I do think, yeah, I think. Jordan Addison, probably 800 to 900 yards. Rookies tend to struggle the first six weeks and then get hot. But between Jefferson Hawkinson, I don't think there's enough for Jordan Addison to give you what some of these receivers on the board would. But let's just say one of those two guys goes down. Jordan Addison is a monster. Mm -hmm. So 
I don't know. I don't know enough about him individually to say good pick or not a good pick, but yeah, I tend to lean. Rashad White is a guy I would have took I way like over, way over Isaiah Pacheco or Dalvin Cook. I would have yeah. taken Rashad White over that. I don't think he has any competition down there in Tampa Bay, and he's going to catch a lot of balls from Baker Mayfield. Do you think George Pickens out targets Pat Fryermuth? I do. I think he out Not yards, just targets. I think he does out. Mm, no, I don't. I don't. Do you think Jordan Addison out targets TJ Hawkinson? No. So those are the questions that I like to ask when I'm debating between a team's second receiver is, are they the second option? Yeah. For Mike Evans, you know he's a top two option yeah. in the passing game, whether it's Baker or not. Um, Michael Pittman, you know he's a top two option on the team. Deontay Johnson – Absolutely, he will lead the team in targets. Yes, he will. But given the format, I understand the Pickens pick. I understand the Addison pick. They're both freak shows. So it's fun to shake it up. When there's different scoring settings, it's fun to roll the dice and see. Yeah. Mike Evans was a guy that I was looking at. Uh, he is not there. I am going to look and see down the board, see who I like. I mean, there's a bunch of guys there. But for the value and – Honestly, because I think he's going to have a big year, and I think he is going to be the number two. He came off a stellar year last year at tight end, um, and it's the second year going to be the favorite target. I'm going to go Evan Ingram. Love it. I'm Evan excited Ingram. for that offense. Dude, does it worry you to have two Jaguars that are not named Calvin Ridley? Or Christian? No, because it's going to be one of those things that I looked at. ETN was on – a hell of a pace last year and he was just doing so great until the injury Yeah, um, that it didn't scare me. And then they shied kind of away from the run game because they were everything that was lacking from ETN. They couldn't make up with their running backs. So I feel like that he is going to be the guy they're going to force feed, but then you get close to the goal line and you need those tough yardage. You're looking for Evan Ingram. He was the safety blanket. And I think it's just going to get better between him and Trevor Lawrence. Do I think Christian Kirk still gets his? Yes. Is Calvin Ridley going to get his? Sure. Yeah. That offense is just going to be firing on all cylinders. And I'm just, I'm excited to see it. I, uh, I had three guys in the queue here, David Montgomery, Deontay Johnson, and Javante Williams, and they went in order. (laughs) So I've got 20 seconds to pull a name out of a hat. And man, I don't like to do this because we just said they suck and they're unwatchable, but the volume will be there. Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown. I mean, for your third wide receiver, it's not bad. We lost the light. We lost the light. We lost the camera. Trav, what did you do? Stand by. (laughs) You're good on that. I'll I'll handle it from here while Trav has some technical difficulties. He was way excited about uh, his Marquise Brown pick. Couldn't, couldn't control it that he was able to get him in the seventh round. Um, Javante Williams, I think, is surprising, and I think it's a good pick. Uh, I'm just still concerned over the injury. And as my number two, I wouldn't feel that great. But yet again, uh, this is the first year I haven't drafted four running backs in the first six rounds. So good for me, Rich. Way to break away. 
Way to break away. And then we have James Cook go. Ooh, James Cook goes. All right, we're back. <laughs> he is back. That's what happens. You have one too many Miller lights, it'll get you. So we got James Cook, and then we got Jackson Smith, JSN. JSN going in the seventh round. That's a lot of Seahawks. A lot of Seahawks. And then Dom goes with Aaron Rodgers, doubling down, getting himself some Aaron Rodgers. What do you think about that whole situation with Aaron Rodgers? I love it. He's my favorite player in the league. I'm just trying to get my charger plugged in here. All right, we're back. We are back. <laughs> Sorry for that. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't fire me. Well, you can't be fired. So <laughs> none of us are getting paid for this. I just appreciate your time and being on here. And this is probably the quickest draft I've ever been in. Um, Brandon Cooks goes. Brandon Cooks, I actually like that pick. Um, another guy for Dak, solid options. It's so funny that you see all these options go, but Dak still stays there. Yep. Why? Because Dak is ass. It's an Eagles league right there. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who fits the take it to the house at any time and Khalil Herbert. That is a beautiful pick. Running back three. Um, won't play every week for me, but I like the upside there. Uh, a lot of people were scared off of Herbert because it was a quiet off season for him and they drafted Roshan Johnson. It's understandable, but I think Khalil Herbert has shown us in the last two weeks alone. Yeah. I'm Khalil the Herbert's a monster. I'm the guy. Khalil Herbert's a monster. Yeah. He was really good when he stepped in for David Montgomery. Uh, and that's a hell of a pick to make in the eighth round. I appreciate it. Antonio Gibson was a guy that I was looking at. Fucking auto-draft. You, you got to love it. Um, I'm going to take a guy if Don doesn't poach him, which I don't think Don will. Um, a guy who's going to surprise a lot of people, um, especially as a rookie. So that's going to be my, my little uh, tidbit, my little, my little sneak preview of who I'm going to go for. Again, it's so crazy that I keep loading up on uh, wide receivers because that's, that's not what I do. And I got to pray to God my running backs do not get hurt. Um, but that's why we have fab. Yes. So we'll see what Don goes. Don goes A.J. Dillon. I'm going to go with a guy who I do believe is going to finish as the wide receiver one for your quarterback, and that is going to be Quentin Johnson. Wow. Over Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. He's the wide receiver one. He's going. Mike Williams isn't going to last past week five. He'll be out for five weeks, as he always is. Keenan Allen, I love him. Yo, Don, what's up, brother? What's up, Don? Don finally getting – Don, you're finally getting a wide receiver who's – or a running back who's actually going to be playing. So that's crazy. Good for you, Don, with A.J. Dillon. <laughs> but I do think Quentin Johnson is going to end up being the wide receiver one for for wow. the Chargers. My horn Frog, my alma mater. Oh, yeah? TCU? Yes, sir. Let's go. TCU, class of 13, the fighting Andy Daltons. The fighting Andy Daltons. Is he still on the board? Can can you draft? Um, we'll see. Still? I don't know if 14 rounds is enough to sneak Andy Dalton at the end of the line. <laughs> <laughs> and there goes Mark. Mark from Delco taking Dak Prescott. Taking Dacky boy. 
Take Man, him. I can't believe that you're going to get away with this. I won't say it. That's all I'll say. I what? can't believe you're going to get away with it. When, oh, when yeah. it happens, I'll say it. Okay. But it's 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 looking good for me. Uh, there's a couple guys I hope you get stuck with that you've already said you don't like, so that would be fun. Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> but there is, there's, let me see. There's we'll see one. if Nick the Daddy at the 101 is... Nick blows up your plans. He probably will because he's not. Look, I can tell you right now, he is, for some reason, he's always big on Deshaun Watson. Um, But I think after the Eagles taking him to the fucking woodshed, uh, (laughs) he won't draft him. Tua, let's be real. I love Tua, but he is one concussion away from never walking again. Um, So he's most likely going to poach the guy that I want, and then I'll have to pivot again. And wait Maybe till he goes upside of, of A-Rich. I'm actually okay with any of the quarterbacks under him, to be honest with you. I'm not really worried about the quarterback position right now. You uh, did say that you like Geno. You like that offense. I do. And I it would, would not, be a stack with your and I would, Lockett pick. And that's what I'm saying. I wouldn't – if I could get – say I get Geno in the 13th round. Yeah. I'm not mad about that. No, I not think, at all. Because who's drafting – and that's the thing. You don't know what the people are going to do in the league, but who's drafting two quarterbacks? Nobody in here, I would hope. I would hope not either. And if somebody's drafting two quarterbacks, it's goofy. It's personal. When I, when I, it's, it is personal. <laughs> it's, it's fucking personal. When I first started playing fantasy football, I would draft – Oh, he did oh, take – Oh, he auto-drafted Watson. Oh, he's – I can't wait for him to type, I don't want to do that, dog. I didn't mean that. I didn't want to do that, dog. Too late. I was putting my kid to bed. There's the rules. Yeah, hey man, you got him. He's he'll be like, no nah, man, I meant, I meant to do that. Now he's gonna it'll, take, it'll be now something. He's gonna take him just to yeah. do it. And he's gonna go yeah. back because he's not happy with it. Um, <laughs> but how I I used to look at fantasy is I used to draft the two best tight ends <laughs> back to back. It would always be Dallas Clark and Jason Witten. Yeah, or like because I'm like, hey, I'm gonna get 90, 90 receptions out of both of these guys, and my team always sucked. But you know, that's when you you learn from uh, For sure. fantasy football mistakes back in the day. But it's just funny because I'm always a running back heavy guy, and I only have two. So I am banking on my wide receivers to carry me. I just hope the volume's there. How long do you play this game, this quarterback chicken? You said you're fine <clears throat> with Gino in the 13th, so I guess it's going to be a little while. Yeah, I mean, I could care less. If I can load up and get some good skill position guys and – be fine with depth. I'm good with that. It's honestly, you can't even go wrong with my last pick being Jared Goff. I stack him with Ama, Amon Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Jared Goff has a lot of top five weeks. If I would have drafted, if Jalen Hurts was there in the third round, I'd be fine. Um, but he's not. So I'm kind of like, okay, let me pivot and, and see where things go. And right now, unless you're drafting two quarterbacks with such short bench, that's dumb because you're going to drop one. I'll pick them up anyway. Um, I'll just let it go and let it ride and, and see where these guys come down to. But Gabe hey, Davis, Davis, that's an upside play with this. That's format. a huge upside upside play. Um, I am going to stare this guy in the face, and everything that you're hearing about him is phenomenal. Um, he's still dealing with the injury, but he is supposed to, to, to be back. And – Let's be real. I got a shit ton of wide receivers. But you know what? 
I'm going to pivot. I'm going to pivot. I'm going to go with this guy. Oh, my god! I was gosh. talking about him. I'm going to snag him. I don't Give think he would have got by um, the Javante Williams owner right before me, so that would have been painful too. But, man, I think that's an amazing pick. I had a pivot because I'm like, Kadarius Tony's still hurt. What if he doesn't come back? Oh, shit. Yeah. And I, I look down, I'm like, Samaji's still there. Yep. I'm like, that is a guy who's going to catch a billion balls. And if Javante's not healthy, he starts coming – Coming a long way from his days in Washington, Trav. A long way from his days in Washington. Yeah. When he was buried on the depth chart. He's turned himself to a solid player. But was it his quarterback play that did it to him as well? I think he's just underrated. This is a guy that ran for 400 yards in a game in college. He's that good of a running back, but he's been stuck behind Joe Mixon. My, uh, my focus here has gotten a little wonky, huh? I really don't like that Megatron is auto-drafting and just picked Tua. That's absolutely strange, but again, it's an auto-draft. Um, how do you feel about Michael Thomas? Can't touch him. I think he's done. I saw a clip on TikTok today that he was juking somebody, or Derwin James, I think he almost made fall down with this shake, but not me. Can't do it. Um, he's not making me fall down. I'm just going to kick him in his leg. <laughs> I can't do right. Oh, he's going to be off the field. What was it? How many days did he go without playing football? Almost like, three years. Oh, yeah, almost three years without playing football. Traylon Burks to Booch. Good auto draft. Good auto draft pick. I wish these guys were in here because now we have three guys auto picking. Four guys auto picking. But you know what? That's what, what happens. getting thin out here. What do you think about Traylon Burks? Do you think he beats out DeAndre Hopkins for wide receiver one? No. I don't think he does either. I think DeAndre is going to be a target hog. Yeah, I don't see it. Um, and I also think that they stink. So, go ahead. I don't love what I'm seeing down here. And... You don't love Cole Komet? Gosh, this is... <laughs> the starters are full. I think they're going to go... Kirk Cousins for trade bait. But I'm not going to do that to you on your show. You can do it. Hey, if you want to do it, you do it. Uh, I'm going to go with another home run, home run hitting type guy. I like Rashad Bateman. Can he stay healthy? Juju Smith-Schuster. Absolutely hate that pick. There's volume there, but there's a lot of 60-yard games and not a whole lot. There's, uh, there's, that. there's a lot of 7 for 30s coming from him. Yeah. And that's not what I like because Mac Jones is absolutely atrocious. I am not, not happy with that. Guys I'm looking at who are still on the board, Alan Lazard, Jamal Williams, who probably will never play football in this league because he's a moron. Jameson. Jameson Williams, sorry. Not Jamal. Jameson yeah, Williams. Yeah, he's, he's another guy that – All the town in the world but no brains. I don't know in redraft if I want to wait till week seven. I don't think I want to either. He's the, he's on the do not draft board. Any guy who's going to be suspended for the first six weeks, um, if I have to get them before round 13, I'm not taking them. Yeah, it makes it tough. What, what's the point? Like Alvin Kamar, I love him. Yeah, he's going to go because it's Alvin Kamar. But four weeks without Alvin Kamara, or I can get, you know, four weeks with, let's see who was drafted in front of him. Uh Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, let's see, Alexander Madison, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, Pacheco. 
I'd rather take those guys. I just don't know. Mm -hmm. I also don't know what Derek Carr is going to do. Derek Carr, new offense, could he be good? Yeah, or could Derek Carr be Derek Carr? Damian Harris off the board, and now to Coach Trav. This is tough. Yeah, after this, I'm dropping it down. My gut says Kirk Cousins. Take it. But I can't ever use him is the problem. Unless well, they have an, an unbelievable matchup and I can put him with Hawkinson. Herbert is just not going to come out of the game. That is the problem. It's my problem. I got to deal with it. I'm going to go with... Wow. Let's just Ooh. see what happens here. <laughs> Let's just see... Here, ready? Here's that dart, and here's that throw. Ah, oh, Booch. Booch takes him. Why is Booch taking another quarterback? Am I the only one without a quarterback right now? Yeah. I think I am. No. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you are. I am. He wants to make you put your money where your mouth is with Gino. Hey, and I, you know what? I'm completely content with that. I am completely content with that. Alan Lazard goes, give me Gino. Give me Gino in the 10th. Let me stack him. Let's see what he does. Give him more weapons. <laughs> you weren't going to wait to the 13th, huh? No, because you know what? <laughs> I had to put my money where my mouth was. And honestly, I really don't like anybody who's on the board right now. So let's thin it out and see who's left over. It's hard. I'm looking, I'm looking at the board and I'm like, eh, not many guys I'm really – Really a fan of. And in 12 teams and it's only the 10th round, this is rough. It really thins out quick. Adam Thielen, does he lead his team in targets and receptions? No. I say yes. I you say no. Who do you think it's going to be? Miles Sanders? No, I think it's going to be Mingo. You think it's going to be Mingo? I think so. That's somebody that I think is worth a dart throw here in a couple rounds or so. Yeah. I don't know. Because I have Mingo the thing my is, Mingo's, Mingo won't give you consistency. Adam Thielen will. So it depends on your build. If you've got a lot of home run hitters, you might want yeah. some floor guys, which Mingo I don't think is. I, I see him kind of like Rashad Bateman. Like he's going to have those games of 100 yards, like four catches, 100 yards, 150 yards in a score. But he's going to have the the two-catch, 31-yard type games. Um, yeah. Which Adam Thielen I don't think will. No, I don't He'll think. Be a, Thielen will be a safety blanket for sure. Yeah. Ooh, there he is. The speedster on Miami. Home run hitter. Interesting pick. I don't mind it at all this late. No. Three-headed monster in that backfield, but – Take the guy with the speed. The other two guys are pretty fragile. Ooh, Laporta. There he goes. I like that. Laporta's going to be a beast. Loading up on the tight ends. Uh, Does it cross your mind to go quarterback again and play the matchups between the two? I mean, well, not now because Anthony Richardson's gone. Um, so I'll just I'll just chill back 
and wait, but there is a guy at quarterback who I'm, I'm still leaning towards. Um, and like I said, we could flip flop and do both. Um, cause I can just stack them either way between golf and Gino. Yeah. You still got guys that we said earlier, Howell and Purdy and all. Of yeah. How Purdy. I mean, Daniel Jones is still there. The guy rushes for 60 yards. Yeah. Oh, Mike auto drafted. Oh, he got Colt Komet. All right. Leaves the board to me. Um, I am going to go with, let me see. Are you confident enough in Ingram that he's an every week you don't rotate him out player? So that is something that I am not confident with, and I'm going to go with a guy who emerged late and seemed to be a favorite target. And I'm going to go – I know they had the same buy, but I'll drop one. I'm going to take Greg Dolchich. We've seen from Evan Ingram for five years before last year inconsistency and disappointment. Yeah. Yes, he had a great year, but – there's no way Calvin Ridley doesn't change that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, so I think Dulcich is a, great, is a great pick. You might be starting uh, Greg Dulcich by week four every yeah. week. Yeah. I love Dulcich. I had him last year. He's the guy he's who I was high on. So underrated. It's just, it took him a real long time to get acclimated. He was hurt. And then he came in and he was actually really good. And Russell Wilson was looking for him. He was open a lot. Yeah. He's good. Sean Payton loves the tight end. I like to pick a lot. Yeah, Sky Moore, Jamison Williams, who won't play. Tyler Boyd, Mr. Consistent. Mr. Always just there doing what he does. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go back-to-back Elijah's here. Elijah Mitchell, just in case. That's actually, yeah. This is a guy who at this point in the draft, if something were to happen, could be a top 10 weekly running back. Oh, I love it. I loved Elijah Mitchell before Christian McCaffrey got there. And it was like, yeah. fuck. Like, there goes my Elijah Mitchell stock because of Christian McCaffrey. But, you know, in a deep league like this, you take other people's handcuffs. Fuck them. You just never know. I mean, you know, it's, it's he, you know, like Madison was for years. If something happens to the starter, it's not like, okay, now we have a two or three back committee. Yeah. Elijah Mitchell will be a top 10 to 15 running back. So, Russell Wilson, ew. ew. I don't mind that because of having Aaron Rodgers. There's going to be a lot of weeks for the Jets where it's snowing, you're in Buffalo, yeah. you're in New England, and you just don't want that sloppy of a game. But I probably would have gone Daniel Jones. I would have won Daniel Jones or Goff over him. Like, there's no way. Yeah. I'm sorry. And you have to play the Chiefs. And you have to play the Chargers. All right, I'm going to go with my first rookie. It's going to be <laughs> Mingo. Just kind of a swing for the fences. You said it. What if he's? What if he is AJ Brown light? You did say it. So you got to take him. I put my money where my mouth was with Gino, and you did it with Mingo. Yep. Respect. Respect. Two Let me see. It. Left. We'll see. Maybe Tim Tebow gets a spot in this locker room for a little leadership. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. He's coming in and he's playing right tackle. There's a tight end for you. <laughs> there's, there's, yeah. Let's get Tim Tebow in this. What an idea. He come might. I'm going to come back and play in the NFL as a tight end. God, he got rocked. Fucking Algier. I hate auto pick. That's who I was looking at. Yeah, that's the same yeah. mindset as Elijah Mitchell. Kind of the same thing here. I want to take the other guy's I want to take the other guys running back. How do Phillies feel? I mean, how do Philly fans feel about Rashad Penny? 
Uh, they love them. It's just one of those things, you know. Stay in Swift's history. Well, I think Kenny G is going to be the guy. Oh, really? Uh, I do so think it's Kenny three G's headed there. It's it is going to be a three-headed monster. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for a little bit of a reach, but this is a guy who is incredibly tiny, but Boston home run hitter. Scott? Oh, okay. I'll go with Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn. He's had a lot of highlights the last couple weeks. He's got a lot of highlights, and let's see what happens with Tony Pollard because he's another guy who just – he's just a guy I'm not high on. Give me the backup. Yep. Now, I'd like Darnell Moon. It's getting thin out here. Dude, dude. it is super thin. <laughs> I didn't want – Initially, I was like, oh, only 14 rounds because you're so used to Dynasty all summer, and it's like 26 rounds. Yeah. But, but when it comes down to this, it's just like, ah, it gets hard. It is. It's guys that you, you, you just you're going to have to play at some point. This is why it's a crapshoot. That's why I'm like, deuce falling, fuck it. Why not? Yep. Throw a dart at the board. Hopefully something happens. I didn't want Bigsby. I didn't want Mostert. I didn't want Miller. I didn't want Marin. Didn't want the rookie from Chicago. Cream Hunt, he ain't nowhere. Jeff Wilson, no thank you. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, been there, done that in the first round. <laughs> It's ugly right now. It is. Oh, there goes Rasheed Rice. Kyler Murray. Mark says, let me double down on a guy who stinks. He's impossible to root for. That's my issue with him. Because he's a, a jerk-off? Like, if there's any other game on, I would choose it before watching Arizona. I am not watching Arizona. Jared Goff. There goes Nick being a piece of shit. Which is weird. I don't know why he would go quarterback unless he really didn't want Deshaun Watson. Tank Bigsby. I see. That's who I thought you were going to go instead of Vaughn. I don't like drafting my own handcuff. Really? Okay. I don't because it's one of those things. When am I going to use them? Unless my guy goes down, and I don't plan on my guy going down, so I'd rather steal yours. Okay. Okay. I did reminder. I did take. I did take Kyler overall first overall two years ago. One of a super flags. That's I was why you on, hate him. <laughs> I was on the hype train. Oh, and he's my dynasty quarterback. So I drafted four quarterbacks. Sell, <laughs> sell, sell, sell. I can't get him, and no one will buy, 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 Trav. Uh, yeah, that's true. No, that's one's, true. no one's dumb enough to take him. I Except, can't even get two first for him right now. It's it's pathetic. You can't even get a second, one second for him because everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Be patient and then sell as soon as he's back. Oh, yeah. Once he throws for 500 yards. And 10, 10 uh, interceptions in one game. I'm yeah. sell. This is tough because Mike's Mike. Oh, he took Bryce Young. He took Raheem Mostert. I'm going to pound pound that home on a guy who I think is going to be a top ten quarterback, and that's Daniel Jones. Great pick. Rushing ability alone, I got to take Daniel Jones. If Geno flops, you're still safe. Yeah, I'm completely content with it. It's it's not a make or break me guy, and I think I have enough wide receivers to. Lead me to the promised land. Holy shit, I didn't know Kenny Gamewell was still there. I thought he got drafted. Well, he's not now. Well, no, he was buried on that depth chart. Holy crap. What do we got, Booch? Booch. Come on, Booch. I don't know, man. This is ugly. This is ugly. All right, I'm going Nico Collins. I think he's the wide receiver one in Houston. boy. That doesn't mean a whole lot, but I'll take nothing. somebody this late who could be their one. I like it. I like it. 
man, this is going to be weird. Who is going to be my Mr. Probably going to get cut first. It's one of those things where you look at the board and it's just like, oh, Romeo Dobbs is gone. That was There's it. just not a whole lot here. No, there really isn't. There's more tight ends than I thought left. Oh, Taysom Hill. Interesting. That's weird. Unless they plan on Derek Carr getting hurt. They're never going to use them. You have Dallas Goddard. That's just weird. I mean, it's, it's a it's a shot in the dark. But, but, oh, I forgot DJ Chark was on Carolina. I forgot all about that. Britt lifts. Oh, Kendra Miller. Good pick with the 14th round. And a girl, Britt. I'm going to go with... Who did I see here a second ago? I'm in between two handcuffs here. In between Jalen Warren and Spears. We know what Warren is. He doesn't have that much upside. I'll go with Spears in case something happens to Derrick Henry. Okay. Yeah, Warren's the guy that I was honestly looking at just because, you know, do I really want to thrust to spawn into a starting role if one of my guys get hurt? No, but, you know, that's why I could trade one of my wide receivers because I got plenty of them to trade. Um, I think Van Jefferson is a sleeper here. I think he will be in, he will be on the field every single play. Opposite come on. Cooper Cup. And Dawson Cox. Jalen Warren goes because it's fucking auto-pick. If something happens to Cooper Cup, Van yeah. Jefferson will get wide receiver one volume. That may may not be top 20 production, but he's a guy that you can throw out there. Yeah. He's not going to hurt you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who I really don't like, um, but I'm going to take him. You never know. He could do something for Chicago. Yeah. All it takes is one injury. That's what it takes. I don't believe in, in Deontay Foreman. No, he's just shown for so long that he's just not that dude. But he, yeah. he's had a good year last year. I think they find a, a specific role for Roshan too. I don't think it's it's injury dependent like Jalen Warren and Spears yeah. and Kendra. I think Roshan touches the ball even when Herbert's healthy. It's going to be extremely interesting. Justin Ross loved that pick, getting a lot of hype out of camp, getting a lot of hype. We have two picks left. Who's Nick going to take as Mr. Irrelevant? Oh, man, this is this is crazy. This I think is- Donovan Peoples-Jones is, is a steal at all in deeper leagues. Home run potential, yeah, because you he's know a he's a good player. He is a good player, and you know that he is that home run guy. Yeah. He is that guy who's going to come in, and he's going to get you those two catches for like 80 yards. Because one of them is going to be a two-yard catch, and the other one's going to be a 78-yard bomb. Right. It's what he a, does. A bi-week filler, Elijah yeah. Moore, or, or, or Cooper a goes good down. Match. You never right. know. Yeah. Or just a, a, a solid matchup, a high-scoring game. Yeah. Like, yeah, throw Donovan Peoples-Jones in there. Because you know there's all the time on the red zone ticker, it's Donovan Peoples-Jones is popping up because he is. did something crazy. And you're like, why didn't I start him? It's like, right. when you start it's him, like, it's Yeah, it's like, oh, because it's Donovan Peoples-Jones. That's <laughs> yeah. And that is it. Tank Dell. Tank Dell ends it. I love that it's a real draft, man. I've done nothing but mocks. This is my first redraft 
um, actual league. I'm going to be looking at it all night. This is this is pretty fun. I'm just looking at my team now and just going through it. They have Daniel Jones starting for me, which he's playing against Dallas. Okay, Swiss cheese defense. All Snackler, <laughs> St. Brown, McLaurin. McLaurin going against Arizona. It's Good just, job trying to get stars up. everywhere. Good job, Chip. Chip, what a draft. I get you week one, baby. Let's go, Chip. Let's now go. Everybody runs to look at the matchup. That was a fun draft, man. Thanks for having me on. No, man, I appreciate I it. So, it. what what do you feel after leaving your? Was this your first draft that you did? It was my first real draft for 2023. Um, let's run through this real quick. Let's look at if we got any holes in some of these lineups. Nick okay. the Daddy at the 101, Jefferson Olave, Amari Kirk. That's a tough top four receivers to beat. Yep. Najee, Pierce, White, love those three. I don't love Watson. I know we talked about him. Dalton Kincaid, I think, is going to split a lot with Dawson Knox. Yep. And Josh Allen takes a lot of red zone from everybody. Yes, he does. It's more of a – that's kind of dynasty goggles, I feel like, with the Kincaid pick. Rookie tight ends just don't do anything. They just don't. Nothing. So he'll probably be trading for maybe Evan Ingram type or – Dalton Schultz, one of those guys. Come um, get my Dolchich. Chip for the birds. Jalen Hurts and Andrews to start it out. Higgins, Moore, Mike Williams. Um, definitely needs health in the wide receiver room there. Dalvin Cook as your two. I don't love that, given Brees should be ready to go. Uh, they'll be splitting. Robinson splitting. Jamal splitting. Chip for the birds, that's kind of the risk that you take. When you go quarterback one, tight end two, you're going to be a little thinner at the other two positions. It's just how it is. So he knew that. Maybe Hurts and Andrews make up for that, especially in a tight end premium. But I think there's going to be some weeks where he feels very thin. Mark Ramos, McCaffrey and Jacobs is is 50 touches a week. Yep. Waddle and Ridley, both huge play potential guys. Yep. I don't know if I'm sold on Dobbins. And I don't know if Addison is my three. Um, but Dak's that about, is good. How do you feel I, about uh, Ankawo? Hit or miss. That's just what you're going to get with Ryan Tannehill. Is, you never and, know. And, yeah. and Derek Henry, like, he as doesn't long like as he's that. there, there's not going to be much consistency from anybody outside of Hopkins. I just, yeah. There's not two receivers that can – can produce Tannehill and tight ends don't mesh Mm-mm. um see lucia you weren't here so we're gonna skip you yeah fuck you chris <laughs> m giletto there's mike mike took tyreek from you right out of the gate set the tone yeah he said fuck you i didn't like drafting with him and don i didn't like don behind me and i didn't like him in front of me i was not happy i love aaron jones as a player i think he will probably end up being the one on that team for Mike. Yeah. Um, Devontae Smith. Here's a hot take. I think Devontae Smith, NFL skills, is the number six receiver in the league. I've got Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, CeeDee Lamb, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, and then I've got Smith right there with Stefan Diggs. Just skill-wise, I think he's an unbelievable receiver. Yeah. 
not that's not a hot take in itself, but putting him in that group already, I think, I think he, I think he's in a different tier. Yeah, NFL skill than T. Higgins is. His route running, his footwork, his just break is he, is elite. Is he's elite. the best number two in the league, and it's not close. No, I he agree. Should, he would be the one on twenty NFL teams. He would be the one everywhere else besides. Yeah. I mean, he would maybe twenty five teams. Yeah, twenty five teams. Yeah, he 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 would feast. Man, if he was a Texan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Lamar Jackson, middle of the fourth. That's about where he should go. I think Fryermuth late is great with the given volume, and I like the upside of Gabriel Gabriel Davis late. I know we say this every year. I've never been a Gabe guy, but given the format, I don't mind it. Just hope he never has to go to his bench because his bench is atrocious. It does get bad. Um, is this a? Do you think this will be an active trading league? Uh, it usually is. There's okay. always a bunch of trades that goes down, which is nice. I'm always right. investigating. Your team. Oh, man. I love the first four and a half-ish picks. I'm a little cautious, as I said earlier, with Seattle's receivers because mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett can give you a 25-point week, and then it's JSN, and then it's DK. Yeah. We kind of talked about this roulette. I know I abused that word last year, but yeah. th- when the team's that good, when the offense is that loaded – it's going it's, to be a different guy each week. Yeah. Um, I think the Dulcich pick saved you in the 11th, and I think yeah. P. Ryan was an awesome value at nine. I think he will start a lot of weeks for you, even when yeah. Javante's healthy. Sean Payton runs a two-running-back system, always has. So P. Ryan will get the rock quite a bit. Um, and then Gino and, and Daniel Jones, you just play the matchup each week. So yeah, it ended up working out at quarterback for you. Yes, that's a flip-flop. Don Juan. Kelsey Don. Juan. Here you go, Don. Don was no, did I take my chances? Um, David Montgomery saved the draft, but after Iuke, it's atrocious at run at wide receiver. There will need to be some trades made by Don Juan. That's my question. And we really need his running backs to <laughs> – he, he needs them. Because it's going to be David Montgomery and A.J. Dillon for a long time with Alvin Kamara not being there. And Jonathan Taylor doesn't look too great with being there week one. I'm kind of scared of, of Alvin when he does come back. I think He's, Jamal Williams is good enough and competent enough to take touches away. And if Kendra Miller performs, it's going to be more of a three-headed thing than they want. Kamara will be on the field. He'll get all the third down work. But there won't be those 100-yard games. Uh, games that we've been used to with him yeah um don i think borderline playoff team there you're gonna have to do some work in season back half of the draft got thin i'm a huge david montgomery fan this year megatron auto drafted but yeah it gets thin judy godwin deontay a lot of volume there Kind of depends on Tony and Jamison Williams, what you're going to get from them. And you got a few handcuffs there. I don't mind it. What do you think of, of Zeke Elliott and the effect on Ramondre? Zeke is definitely going to be in there. He's going to, he's going to vulture a lot, of, a lot from the goal line. Um, but to me, I still think Ramondre's talent is immensely over. And Belichick has a thing for signing these running backs that aren't really good anymore. I, I, you just knew yeah. they weren't going to enter the season 
with just Ramondre and right. Pierce. Like you're you're not going to go into that. They needed a veteran presence, but I think Zeke has nothing left. And as soon as Zeke runs into the line two or three, four times, he's going to get pulled because Bill's going to be like, fuck this. There's no point. Okay. All right. Booch, Cooper Cup, Derrick Henry, Joe Burrow, huge names out of the gate. Keenan Allen, Drake London, those are two volume guys. Kyle Pitts, if he works out, that first six is as good as anybody in the league. Javante Williams, uh, reports are he's healthy, but my goodness if he's not. Yeah. Or he gets slow. He's slow out of the gate. The that will be the first trade that we see this year. Yeah, my guess is, Booch needs a running back, and he's moving Dotson or Burks out. Yeah, or maybe Kirk Cousins to an injured quarterback. Um, but definitely with a few trades, I think it's a playoff team. And barring hell too, Cooper Cup and Henry and Keenan Allen. That's you're crossing your fingers every week. Um, myself, Barkley, Lamb, Herbert, Hawkinson, Madison. A couple question marks there after Watson. We'll see what the Cardinals do. I think Hollywood, I feel like the volume will win out there enough to be in there. Um, Bateman's a, a home run shot, Mingo. I think I'm pretty thin after Khalil Herbert. Yeah. So some of those guys have to work out. If not, uh, work the waiver wire. I trust myself to get in, but on paper, I think I'm borderline as well. I, I, I think Lamb, Watson, and Hollywood Brown are are a very solid three. But yeah, we'll see. After having Khalil Herbert as your third with some of the other running back rooms is it can get dicey. We'll see. Agreed. Britt, Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown, big one two there. Joe Mixon, love the value. Justin Fields, again, dark horse, I think, to be the number one overall quarterback ahead of Hurts Mahomes Allen. Yeah. DeAndre Swift and James Cook. Man, this is a this is a really good team here. I, I think Britt did a, a hell of a job in this draft. Brandon Cooks and Juju, those are okay for wide receiver threes. I think Cooks is always underrated. Darren Waller and Higby, those are two high-volume guys. Really good draft there. I think the, I 11, think, the 11 spot's really good. I think Dobbs has a, a better year than we expect, and I also think Jordan Love has a better year. Than yeah, I don't, I don't dislike Jordan Love at all. I mean, people – it's so easy to just hate on a backup, but he's a backup to Aaron Rodgers. Like, he could yeah. still be really good. I'm rooting for him and rooting for Aaron Rodgers to fail. So okay, okay. Uh yeah, Britt, Britt, well done. Uh finally the twelfth spot. Nick Chubb, Devontae Adams, Gibbs, Debo, Akers. That's a lot of touching the football right there. Goddard. Um this looks like a playoff team to me too. Rogers and Wilson. Tight ends. Taysom, I don't really count. I don't think there's many weeks he, he can get in there. Everett at some point that runs out, but it's a good offense to be a part of. Goddard has had some history, but he's been healthier than people give him credit for. I think the thing with tight ends, like with Kittle and Goddard, when you're a really good and people are relying on you in fantasy and you miss even two or three games, it feels like a lot more. Especially yeah. at such a shallow position, but he's been. I think I looked at this a couple weeks ago. He's been healthy. 
he's been on the field. Like, Dallas Goddard is not like an injury prone yeah. tight end. Maybe two or three years ago, but last year he was there. He played through a lot. Yeah. Um. Overall, I think six through twelve ended up better off in this draft. I don't know if that's just the flow of this one or if that's kind of how it might be in 2023 drafts, but I think the back end of this draft found themselves more balanced. I agree. And I think it's, we might've missed out. Like they, when they show you like the charts and you look and it's like, okay, that, that one pick is like that hundred percent home run because you, you have your pick, but then everything kind of like dwindles and the percentages get a little bit worse. Yep. I didn't feel it was that way. I felt like, okay, when I was coming back, I had more I had more to choose from on my back, my coming around picks. I agree. I felt the same way. So I was completely content, especially with the people who were drafting. And it's like, okay, I know how Nick drafts. I know how Mike drafts. Chip is just a wild card, so you see it. It's just, like you said, it just felt better with the guys that were falling to me coming back. Yeah not going forward if you know so i was happy with it i think this group in general was a very strong drafting group like the the p ryan david montgomery james cook jarek mckinnon like those guys didn't fall here yeah those are all single single digit round guys should be and they were in this draft a lot of drafts a lot of mocks i've done too like you can get p ryan in the 11th or 12th it just did that's not happening with people that know what they're doing so i'm excited for this league again thank you for having me on man no trav thanks for coming in but i have to hit you i have to hit you with your with the final thoughts brother so before you leave plug your show let us know what's going on tell us where we can find you tell ever tell everybody so it was such a fun night we are we are losing sucks on twitter we're also on apple spotify wherever you listen to your podcast we're there we will have more of a presence on youtube and shorter videos this year Um, But yeah, Losing Sucks. I'm Travis, and my co-host is Dustin Blanton. We will be talking Redraft Dynasty twice a week. Um, Love people to come on and ask questions specifically about their lineup because, you know, in fantasy, everybody's talking about the same thing. So when somebody has a particular situation or specific question, we love it. Love the interaction. Come on by. Usually uh, we record on Monday nights and Thursday nights. I think that's going to be the case this year. So post game Monday night, post game Thursday night. Nice. Is probably when we'll be on. Um if that ends up being too late for people, we might do a Tuesday and a Thursday. We'll see. So nice. Well that's it, man. Trav, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Um, and everybody out there, we're drunk on broad. That's loot. Hold up this way. That's losing <laughs> sucks. You stuck around, you fucked around, you found out. I hope you had a good time watching us draft, listening to the fantasy talk. It was a great time. We had fun. But, unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. Later, Philly. See y'all. Losing fucking sucks. (laughs)